Welcome to Digital Nightmares, the horror game podcast that keeps the spirit of October going all year long. My name is Max Mitchelson, and I am joined by Jasmine Solly. Hey. Um, unfortunately, Henry won't be a permanent host on the podcast anymore due to some other obligations he has, but he will be occasionally guesting on the show, so you can look forward to that. Um, in the meantime, we are looking for another host, uh, so we're going through some options, trying to see who would make a good fit, um, and this might mess up the situation for the next episode a little bit, since, uh, Jasmine will be going on a little vacation and won't be, um, in that, in the next episode, but it should be, um, me, and if you guys are familiar with the Game Creator site, Tom Wilson, the, uh, co-host of the Creator Corner. They'll be joining me for that episode, and hopefully we'll be talking about the, um, or hopefully releasing um, Ikai, so that will be interesting You're going to gonna see. get Tom to play Ikai? That's like a pretty intense horror game. I got him to agree to it, and I think it'll be very wow. entertaining, uh, if That's you guys aren't amazing. aware. Yeah, he, he's, he's really, um, he's not into horror games at all, so I thought it'd be pretty funny to just put him in a, <laughs> a difficult situation. I am so, so sad I'm missing out on that. So I'm really hoping that comes out in time. If it doesn't, I'll have to figure another thing out, but hopefully uh, we'll be playing that for the next episode. Um, but in the meantime, we are going to be playing, or talking about um, Resident Evil 1, as I announced on the, our Twitter. Um, so I guess just to give some background first, like what's... What's your experience, Jasmine, with Resident Evil 1 or, or the remake or the original? Well, let me roll up my sleeves here. <laughs> <laughs> I love Resident Evil. I've played the original. I've played the remake. I've played literally like every Resident Evil. I'm very, very familiar with it. Um, this isn't my first time playing the remake, obviously. I've, I've done it mm -hmm. um, maybe like four times now uh, oh, with wow. like uh, playing both characters. Um, but this was the first time I played it in, in a few years for sure. So it was good to replay it. Yeah. This is the first time that I've ever played it. I've owned it on like several different platforms and first on my PC, but my laptop is really bad. So I can't even run the remaster <laughs> for some reason. I don't know. So what'd you play um, it on? I played it on um, PS4 Nice. Uh, and I played the, the remaster, not the, not the original. Um, Although I do actually own a version of the original as well. I, I haven't had a chance to do anything with that. Um, yeah, so I, I think it's something... It, everything always comes back to, to Resident Evil 1 in terms of when you're talking about um, horror games. I, I think it's, it's definitely a progenitor, a, a, a godfather or whatever of, of modern horror games. Yeah, it was kind of like the first of its kind yeah. when it came out on PlayStation originally. Yeah, the only all the other ones I can think of that really pop on in, in my head, at least in terms of unless you're going to talk about like Sweet Home or something, but I mean that that's really a, a proto horror game. I don't know how we should even consider that. Um, but like um, Alone in the Dark was the only one that previously kind of used a very similar um, play style, but that one is. Um, <laughs> That one's a little archaic to play nowadays. <laughs> even even compared to the Resident Evil one, it it's even more archaic. I think that was like what it must have been nineteen ninety four. I know it was for PC. I think. Uh, but yeah, anyways, I'm pretty so, sure it was PC. Yeah. yeah so it, this was really the first 
breakout hit, at least. There was, of course, other things like that. But this one really succeeded in a way that previous attempts hadn't. And yeah, previously for me, I mean, I do have some experience with the rest of the Resident Evil franchise. You know, I've, I've played Resident Evil 2. I've played the original version of that. Um, so, and then I also had some time with Resident Evil 4. I beat that. And I've went through 7 and 8. And uh, the two Revelations games as well. Nice. Jasmine, have you played all of them? Yeah. Oh my god. Well, I mean, not like not like the weird spin-offs. Like oh, okay. Well, I, I don't count that. That's that's fine. Gaiden or whatever it is. Um, or, uh, I've played all Outbreak. the like main stories and then uh, Revelations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think I played a little bit of actually. I just remembered I played a little bit of Outbreak Two, which was some sort of like co-op online PS2 yeah. version. I played like I, I did 10 try it. Ago. Yeah, I I gave that one a solid go, but I just hated it so much i was like eh, i'll just watch a walkthrough or something yeah i got the same feeling i played it for like a little bit and i hated it i i, I got the same feeling from um from zero as well I, I i touched that one a little bit got through like the this beginning train segment and i was like this is uh i'm not a fan <laughs> actually you know what now that i i forget about zero because zero was so like whatever i actually have not played Zero. I've played through Zero Storyline and like the Wii arcade shooter, like the Unreal shooter. Um, what? But Zero? Yeah. Have you not played that? It's actually super fun. There's a there's a um, Unreal shooter for Wii that recaps the the plot yeah. of Zero. <laughs> it goes through. Um, so the first part you can play. Um, it goes through Resident Evil Zero, and then I believe they have Resident Evil like one after and then kind of can't remember what the third oh, one was oh uh, you know uh, resident about? evil uh, is it, um umbrella chronicles or something oh or? yeah 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 that's it yes it's good. i, like I, it. I have i have heard of that i had no idea what it was about i thought it was just like a random thing yeah no it's actually super fun i played it with my sister um and and i have watched like speed runs of zero but i just hated that like there was no item boxes and they're like oh just throw your stuff anywhere on the floor but just remember where you threw it on the floor yeah to, to, to be honest eh. it's, it's an even worse system than the item boxes on it i'm sure people will get mad at me for that but um i i, <laughs> I think uh yeah probably probably just watch the playthrough for that one it, honestly the item boxes make even less sense in that one because it's like you're just going through area to area there isn't really you don't really stay in like a hub world for very long you it's kind of like you just are in one area, then you go to another area, and you don't really return to the previous. It, it's wait, which it's one are of, you talking about? Uh, zero, zero, because oh, you you start yeah. on like a train, and then and then also has like this. Uh, you can switch players or something. Uh, uh you can switch yeah, between you two can different characters. Between Billy, um, Billy which, and Rebecca. Uh, I mean, it's kind of interesting, but anyways, we're not talking about zero. <laughs> we're talking about <laughs> about Resident <laughs> Evil One. A much better um, Resident Evil. Yes, I would, I would definitely agree with that. Um, so basically with the with the first game, I mean, I'm sure you might know more about the lore than I do, but uh you essentially are part of a task force called STARS, who 
I don't know exactly what their role was before the the this uh, zombie apocalypse, but they were they were doing something. I'm sure there's some lore out there which explains what they were before this. But um, yeah, I think they're just like a police task force sent out to do the like intense stuff. Mm-hmm. So like in this one, they originally sent out Bravo team, but then Bravo team went missing, so they sent out Alpha team. Yeah, yeah. So then you're playing as the Alpha team, which has who is it? Who else is in it? It's uh, Chris, Barry, Jill. Uh, is Rebecca here? Or is she not? She's part of Bravo. Okay. Um, Wesker. Wesker. And who? I mean, I think everyone, if you even remotely know, uh, have played anything before seven, you know who Wesker is because they are yelling about him all the time. So uh. <laughs> yeah, he's like the main antagonist of the first few games yeah not not to spoil it but uh, <laughs> oh yeah oops oops oh my god <laughs> yeah that's it's, uh... that's gonna be a bleep there <laughs> oh it's okay i i played them all out of order so to me i've like um you know wesker's the villain but yeah <laughs> um big surprise uh and essentially you're going to investigate what happened to the bravo team and uh, you're attacked by some dogs, and then they chase you into a mansion, and then things continue on from there, and you learn about what happened uh, to the mansion and why there's zombies and weird monsters everywhere and mutated creatures. Um, and there's there's all sorts of funny, campy things to find. Um, <laughs> after that, it basically progresses... It's kind of interesting because I, I mean, even compared to the other games, as far as progression works, you're sort of essentially just looking for keys and and different like puzzle pieces to use in different areas to progress and to to unlock new areas. So it kind of works on that like Metroidvania or like Zelda esque sort of progression system where you're getting one piece of the puzzle here and then you you unlock the key here and. Uh, uh and so on um, that's what i love i love mm-hmm. doing that kind of stuff yeah yeah and it, it's incredibly open to even compared to the rest in the other in the original trilogy um as far as like how many options and how many doors you have open to you i don't know about sequence breaking i don't know if you've watched anything jasmine that um if you can actually sequence break like what the order you do things in or whether it's pretty locked in no, there's like a degree to which you can kind of switch things around, but not not too too much. It's more just like you can get the side things at different times or not at all. Like Yeah. You, you pretty it's pretty like it looks open, but it's kind of kind of linear. You do have to get things to hit like the second stage of the game and so on. Mhm. Um and then with this one you're also of course fighting the zombies uh so this uses a pretty um traditional combat system in terms of survival horror of uh you have to stop uh you know kind of tank controls but i was getting a little confused reading up on a little bit where it was saying that the remake didn't have tank controls but like i'm like isn't this tank controls i was a little, do, do you know what Wait, i mean were you use, not using the like the alternate controls I don't know what controls I was using. I was just using the control. <laughs> I was so trying was, to figure okay, it out. Were you playing like tank controls? Like, did forward I, go forward and backwards backwards type thing? Um, I honestly, 
I I wasn't thinking about it, so maybe I wasn't. I, I don't... like so. For example, like if if your like character is left and you hit forward, they keep going left. Or if your character is facing left and you hit forward, then they move up. No, is yeah, I think I wasn't doing tank controls then. Yeah, the um, alternate controls I think is the default in the remake. Yeah, I think that's what I was using. Um, so you can switch between that and the original control scheme. Which is even more awkward if you prefer that. Um, uh, honestly, I, I, it's awkward enough, so I'm like, I, I, that's good enough for me. Um, <laughs> even I uh, use the alternate controls, to be honest with you. Yeah. I've heard some people say, I was reading up a little bit, and people were saying, like, oh, I, I still preferred the original controls, and I'm like, I, I don't really understand why. And also, I think with, from what I, what I was reading about it, there's even more of a combat focus and some str- much stronger enemies. That you're facing in Resident Evil One, uh, the remake version versus the original. So I'm like, I don't even know why you would want to make it more awkward because it's like it's just gonna. Anyways, uh... <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, I, I do like tank controls yeah. when they're there, but if I have the option between tank controls or 2D controls, I'm gonna pick 2D. Yeah, to to me, like this is much more what I'm accustomed to. I, I didn't really, I haven't played that many other than um, the original Resident Evil. Two, which I believe had tank controls, um, that actually used that control scheme, because I don't even think Silent Hill did. I think it used a directional thing. Like uh... um, the first Silent Hill had uh, tank controls, and then you can switch it to tank controls if you want in the second one. But mm. you can also have two D controls. So yeah, I guess I haven't played it in a long time. Um, so I can't quite remember what I what I what I did there, but um. Yeah, so anyways, you're 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 using that system of stopping and shooting and controlling your character around, bumping into walls and so on. So did uh, you manage to finish the game? Oh, I, I just made it to the residence hall, which is essentially it's divided up into like four or five different kind of chapters of uh they all kind of like loop in or kind of interconnected, but um you have like a mansion, tunnels, um residence hall area so you got to the the place with the insects um yeah there's a bunch of bees which i i really yeah. don't like the flying enemies at all they're they're, they're, <laughs> they're very difficult to hit i i gotta say you're that's... trying to hit them <laughs> well no they won't leave me alone and then i <laughs> they hit me like over and over again the worst things Just are the crows. Them. <laughs> i can't even outrun them the, the crows the, 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 there's crows in this game and they they just never stop running after me and then, then i end up getting stopped by the crow uh it's it's uh, i gotta say can we please stop with the flying enemies <laughs> flying enemies Wait, where are you I'm getting flying. attacked by crows like oh in, in the, the graveyard painting room? in the oh in 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 the uh the, there's a um little puzzle room too where there's a bunch of crows that attack they you attack after you if you get it wrong <laughs> Yeah, which I didn't understand what I was even doing at first, and then I was like, oh, and then they all attacked me, and then I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll have to kill all the crows, which is not, Bye-bye. <laughs> not great. But, like, uh, yeah, not not a fan of the bees or the flying enemies, um, but anyways, <laughs> uh, so you're progressing in this way and solving puzzles, and I'm not finding any of the puzzles, like, they're not like super it's not necessarily like a puzzle first game it feels much more like it's just another way to uh progress like if you know what i mean like not it's this isn't necessarily a game where you're gonna really be stumped on a puzzle 
It's yeah, more it's kind not of like, like a Silent Hill puzzle, sort of. It's more like a fetch questy puzzle, sort of. Mm-hmm. Kind of connecting the dots. I, I, I think they're like interesting enough to keep me entertained with them, but they're not like so in depth that I'm like getting confused or anything, or I'm like not even really sure what they do. They're there not like a, so- yeah. There was only one puzzle that actually like. Even though I've played this game a few times, and I think it stumps me every time, but I don't think you got there yet. Probably not. <laughs> what was the puzzle? There's like, um, so you get outside. Wait, did you get to the tunnels yet? No, you didn't, right? No, I just know they exist. <laughs> oh, okay. So there's like, um, this pool outside, and, and you have to use a crank to like drain it, and then you go across, you do some stuff over there. And then you get this battery to start an elevator, etc. Oh, this is actually to... just like where I am in the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so like, well, you don't get to this puzzle until quite a bit after that, but uh, okay. um, you have to actually go back and reuse the crank to like bring the water back up. Oh, and... I was wondering why I was keeping the crank. Um... Yeah, you do need the crank, I think, in a few other places, but... Um... Yeah, I every single time I play this game, I forget about having to reuse that crank, and I get kind of lost for a second. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things, like, in terms of item, I mean, it's similar to what, what my experience is with 2. It's like, there's a very particular way that this game works, and it's not really, um, especially if you've never played it. I mean, even compared to other survival horror games, it, it's just a very particular um, set of mechanics and, and an ideology that's sort of behind all of the design uh, where like you have to uh, for instance I mean it's mostly centered around like the the, um, the inventory system where it's very limited <laughs> and oftentimes you have to really be careful about like which objects you pick up because otherwise you just end up with your inventory being full of things I love and, that um, I, okay <laughs> <laughs> it's a part of the puzzle that is sure. okay. <laughs> I I I will say that I um I almost quit the game like f- probably an hour in when like I literally had couldn't find the item box and um <laughs> had too many items and I couldn't heal and I couldn't get more ammo and and oh I couldn't my pick God, up anything. That is so funny. Who, okay, um, first of all, who were you playing? I'm playing as Jill. You can You're playing play as... as Jill? Yeah, isn't that... <laughs> What's wrong with Jill? <laughs> Jill actually gets two extra inventory spots compared to Chris. Oh my god. Why, why would you want less? Uh... I, I played as Chris because it's like... A, it's a little bit more of a challenge, like, yeah. managing the inventory a bit more. He does, he does get a little bit more health. Um, but mm. Jill is overall, like, preferred because she gets more inventory. She has a lockpick. Um, and she also has a smaller hitbox. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I think there's the it, it's it's definitely very hardcore when it comes to the survival aspect. Um, it's, there's no no joking around with it, especially on the, the higher difficulties. I would assume. Um, and I'm 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 playing on apparently the easy difficulty, um, and I'm still not. <laughs> <laughs> pretty having a pretty hard time. Like you pick the middle one. Yeah, yeah. There, there there's ah. three difficulties you start out with, which for some reason are, uh, I, I, I find the wording kind of strange. It's like oh, they're so misleading. Yeah, it's like one of them, but apparently one of them is normal, easy, 
and very easy. But those are the only options you got. And I'm like, well, why isn't it easy, normal, and hard? It, it, it's very strange to me. I don't know why they well, went yeah, with that. Yeah, because even the wording is like, the one that you think is the hard one is like, I like a challenge, blah, blah, blah. But that actually is just normal. <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. I don't know why they went with that. Eventually, again, like, a lot of things with, with, especially with 3D games and survival horror and different things weren't really set up at this point. So they kind of were just rolling with something, which... Like, uh, doing whatever they wanted. Yeah, I think it's always interesting to play, like, these older things where they're not really quite sure exactly, or, or like, the, the standards aren't set up yet. So it's like everyone's kind of just doing their own thing. And, you know, some of it works and some of it doesn't work. And I I think, like, it's interesting just to see like how varied design was especially for 3d games during this period where it was just so it was like a wild west where like no one there were no rules really (laughs) that's probably why i like the games from that that era more i don't know they're just so much less mainstream yeah that sounded so hipster mm -hmm. oh my god no it's It's not (laughs) i just mean like yeah these days i don't know they're just uh, more like tend to be in the same vein, whereas like back then, like a particular title stuck to like the same thing in the title, but then every different title had its own thing. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I mean, I think like before this was, as we were saying before, like it really kind of defined like what survival horror was or a type of survival horror mm-hmm. um, for the time period. And I think if especially if you, even if you're looking at it now it's it's much more homogenized when you're looking at you know horror games now it's, they're normally divided up into several pretty succinct subgenres that like all kind of play similarly and they control fairly similarly and other things like that. I think I was even watching a video recently I was talking about like how so many games even just feel the same as far as you yeah. um, move and which is what I think though is is um always sort of Running against that that mainstream trend, though, is oftentimes you'll see it in like the indie space or a lot in like um, Euro games or or I don't mean Euro games like board games. I mean like um, Eastern European games, um, especially, and even some Japanese games where like they they don't they're, they're janky, but they're doing something very interesting or different. Um, like trying and, to break the mold a little. Yeah, yeah, they're they're working in like a way that you wouldn't think they are, or they sometimes have just odd mechanics that are different, and and I think that's really cool, and they, it's it's interesting to see that um sort of spirit still alive um in maybe Agreed. not the mainstream but other things, but and there's things like you know like Death Stranding or something that like do something really <laughs> weird. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but anyways, I think it has like a interesting set of mechanics that really set it apart, even from the rest of the franchise, um, and even from playing two. Like it feels, it feels like to me when I was playing it, like I'm like two feels like a much more streamlined version of one as far as everything it was trying to do, but it also cuts out a lot of that like open-ended design, and it feels much more linear in a way. I don't know mm-hmm. if you feel that. Yeah, I know that. what you mean. Like, uh, 2... Uh, so, actually, 2... You might know this, but 2 was directed by, like, a Hollywood director or something like that. They wanted... Oh, really? Pizzazz. Um, after 1 did so good. I think that's maybe why it feels much more linear, whereas, like, 1... I don't know. It just feels so, like, 
open. Like, you know, you almost feel lost in that mansion, but then slowly as you're figuring things out, it's like you're opening a present or like unraveling something. I just love that feeling. Mm-hmm. For me, yeah, I, I definitely, I, I think like at first I was still, and I'm still kind of on the fence about it where I'm like, it's very much for me like a, like a love hate thing. Like I love some aspects of it a lot and it keeps dragging me back into it even when I'm like, okay, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. And then I like think about it and then I want to play it again. Because um, so <laughs> I'm like, I, some aspects of it, I really, I'm not into the inventory management system they have here. I feel like they're, how have been in there there are better versions to create that sort of tension through inventory management which doesn't get as quite as tedious as i think <laughs> it does here but at the same time i i think it's kind of special the way that they use the item boxes and um i don't know how you feel about that like how do you feel about the inventory jasmine i well i think i said it earlier but i love it i don't know it's just um it's like an extra layer to the difficulty because you, you're kind of thinking like, oh, what do I need to take with me? And then like, for example, um, you must have gotten to the Crimson fight in the bottom oh, yeah. of the graveyard, right? Yeah, I got through that. Um, yeah. yeah, so like when you're playing Chris and you only have like, you know, the six slots, you can only take the four masks and like you can take your weapon and your ammo and then you have no healing or you can take your weapon and healing and then you have no ammo. Like, I just love that. Um, yeah. You kind of have to think about what you're taking with Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Like, I, I liked it. every time I, I went into the chest, and actually, when I knew what I was doing, or like I knew what I was looking for, I, I could like actually like make my, like, um, what would it be called? A, like a setup or something yeah. like that. Like, uh, then I felt like I was like gearing up to, to go on another expedition or something. Oh, it's totally that feeling. Yeah. And I, I did like that. I, I think that was interesting. But at the same time, I would run into just as many times where I would have to do keep going back and forth between the item chest and something to put stuff in the item chest or it's like I have the wrong key so I'm like okay now I gotta go back to the chest gotta go grab the right key or like I have to go and and, and you have to wait through the long loading screens between each room <laughs> um, and it's like which again can create it's like everything here I think in it it's like it's like double sided it's like I see and I feel it too like that like the these mechanics work in some ways they 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 do create tension those door that slow door animation um or the even the the uh, awkward controls in some ways can create that tension uh but at the same time they can they can also be quite frustrating it, it has like a jankiness to it and to its design but like that still kind of works yeah i was uh so Going off of what you said, I feel like maybe my first playthrough of the game, I would have had that same feeling. Um, but yeah, like having played it, I kind of knew like where each key went and kind of where to go. So I wasn't like really struggling with my uh, inventory. 
Oh um, yeah. But I imagine like maybe my first playthrough, I, I had that same that same feeling. Even like playing Chris, so he can't um, lock pick the doors, so you have to go find these little old keys, and then I found myself having to go back for the old key because I couldn't carry it, and that that was a little bit, especially because I wasn't killing the zombies, like I was just dodging them. So then. How do you do the, like... dodge the zombies? I, I was having trouble uh, most of the time. Like, sometimes I could get around them, but most of the time I was like, too, the doors or, or the hallways were too narrow. So the trick is you kind of, like, you stand in front of them a little bit. You, you run some tight little circles, and then when they lunge, you should be kind of, like, moving in your little circle. And when they lunge, they should miss you, and then you just kind of run past them. Uh, you wow. You definitely still get grabbed sometimes, but uh, I'd say it works, like, 90% of the time. Now that's a skill. I, I have tried to do that and I just get taken by every of them. So I just end up like, <laughs> if there's a hallway and there's not enough room and I have to go down there multiple times, I'm just like, okay, this zombie's, uh, I got to take it out. <laughs> yeah, actually, I, I tend to do that too. Like if it's one of my save rooms, like I'll kill the zombies outside yeah. of it. Um, but anyways, I was actually, I decided to watch a speed run of mm -hmm. course after i played and did you know that the doors take up about 20 minutes of gameplay <laughs> oh my god that that does not surprise me um yeah i mean i love the doors i was talking about how in murder house i kept the doors on but yeah yeah 20 minutes is is pretty long it's a pretty significant chunk of time to be looking at doors opening yeah i i almost wish like the way they did it was more um like maybe it it sometimes happens or if it's like a new door you haven't been into before because like the one thing is like i guess i would definitely agree that it does create tension um because like sometimes you know like oh is there gonna be a zombie right in front of the door or like what's gonna be on the other side of the door but at the same time like once you've been through the door like five times i mean there could be a zombie most of the time there isn't most of the time you're just going back to the item dock box to put something <laughs> in the chest or something um and yeah <laughs> that could get kind of tedious so it's like i i think a lot of the reason a lot of the um things that really push audiences away from the some of the mechanics and some of the things that were in the original resident evil games you know around the time i think if you like read critical reviews or people like talking about tank controls um from that period uh if you look at old forum posts and things like a lot of people were like kind of like oh this is frustrating this is like um talking about all the irritations with with the controls and uh, i think in the past like 10 years we've seen tons of like people like appreciating them and saying like um uh, you know like well where do they all go and i think it's like kind of falls for me at least like somewhere in the middle where it's like i think like there's a good idea here but for me at least it's like not implemented in the right way yeah, I see. It's hard for me because I'm, I'm so biased. When this type of game was my first horror game, and then I fell in love with horror. So for me, I I love this stuff. Like this is the type of horror game I want to play. I don't want to play like first person Resident mm -hmm. Evil Seven and Eight. Those are good games, but I don't really want to play them compared to this one. But then these kind of controls, like you said, they're kind of they're they're outdated. Like mm -hmm. they're outdated, and like new players really. If you're not used to this, if you're used to like fast pace, like you're not waiting for doors to open slowly, like you're not gonna really get into it. Or you're gonna have a hard time getting into yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's definitely an adjustment and you have to be patient with 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 this. Um but there there is something I would say like 
it, it's not like this is something that doesn't hold up at all or anything like that. I, I think you just got to put in the time with this one. It's, it's, it's one that's, and especially the remaster from what I was able to look up, it fixes some of the other issues with, with the original. Um, but speaking of that, you said you played the original and the remaster or, or the mm-hmm. remake. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what kind of like differences are, are there between the two? So I haven't played the original for quite quite some time, um, but one of the big differences is that the original doesn't have the crimson head zombies, mm. um, and you don't have to light zombies on fire. So that that's all out of it. Um, I I wish those weren't in the game, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that is, um, yeah, that's not so fun when you have to take up a whole inventory slot with the like fuel. Not, yeah, I was I was confused. So we have um, when I was playing through it, you can't just use the lighter on the zombies. You have to also light them, put like lighter fluid on them or something, or the kerosene. Yeah, so the the kerosene is limited, and you have to hold a container of it. And if you're Jill, you also have to hold the lighter. <sighs> so it's a production to like actually go ahead and kill a zombie if you don't want them to transform later. Yeah. Um... Yeah, wow, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, going back to the question, I I kind of don't think that um Lisa really is in it. Like I think maybe she's mentioned, but I don't think like the whole part with her is in the original. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of the puzzles are changed. Um Yeah, I think like the overall story is the same and like kind of the layout of the mansion, but yeah, that's what I, I saw people mentioning that there was a bunch of content added to the original. I mean, from just looking at how long to beat, um, looks like the um, the original was only about seven hours, where the remake clocks in more around um, like eleven to twelve. So, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, someone who's experienced with the game can probably beat it much faster than that. But um, it, it is going to add some hours to, to to what it is, which you know take that as what it is i mean i think overall it's an improvement over the original from what i've seen i mean just from i think atmosphere and stuff with the original too it is um it's a very clunky game like if Mm -hmm. people are making it look easy they're just really good at moving in the game like it's really hard and like i think kind of like speedrunners will like use the knife and stuff like it's crazy how they move in that game it is yeah very hard like you can't really dodge zombies or it's very hard to dodge zombies so you have to actually like use your ammo and and things like that it's um definitely like you play that game because you want to challenge yourself (laughs) (laughs) yeah to me i'm like i think uh yeah i definitely see see that being an issue with the original uh, but it also, I, I think, yeah, the, the the remake for most people is going to be the the version that you play because it updates the graphics. It's much more available than the original is, um, mm-hmm. unless you want to bring out your PS1 or I think it might be on Vita or, or something. I'm not actually sure in PS3. Yeah, um, I don't know. I swear it is. I, I'm not exactly sure though. It, or it could you could buy a really old PC copy too, probably and. <laughs> I don't know how you get so, that to run, but yeah. So the thing with the first Resident Evil is like, uh, so there's the original version mm-hmm. that came out, and then there's the director's cut that came out. But then uh, 
I guess they found out with the original version that some of the music was like stolen or like copied or something. So they oh, replaced really? some of the music in the director's cut, which is the one that people could probably get online now. Yeah. It is horrendous. Like, I don't know what they did to this <laughs> soundtrack, but like you're listening to it, it sounds like, Bye. I don't know, like it's bad. It sounds like duck choir. I don't know. It's, oh, my God. <laughs> it's not the preferred experience. <laughs> yeah. It's not um, cute. But with the director's cut to that, like, dual, because I think I read it, uh, I was watching something at one point that's just saying, like, the original. Didn't have dual shock support, uh, or uh, not yeah, dual shock. Yeah, I think shock. that's right. Um, or one of them didn't work with analog sticks, or something like that, because um, the, the original PS One controller didn't have analog sticks. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure the director's cut adds it in. Um, but yeah. to be honest, I don't think you'd really like want to use analog with that game. Too uh, too precise. <laughs> yeah, like you really want to be using uh, like the directional controls with the tank. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tank controls there. Yeah, so I guess it's good that I went with this version instead of trying to do that other version, which I still technically do have. But yeah, yeah the remake is a good game. Also, like the um, the cutscenes in the first game are just like comically bad. Yeah, well, I, I see. To me, it's like um, they are more over the top bad than this. But the, the the ones in the remake are also just as campy. So like one thing I was worried about was like, oh, am I gonna not get any campy? good campy lines but i'm like it's still very campy uh, so you got the jill sandwich didn't you yeah i wanted to get jill sandwich but no one no one said that in this yet so oh um, you didn't get there <laughs> oh th- wait is that line actually in it oh yeah definitely oh, man, so I... like when you're getting the um the shotgun and jill almost gets squished barry saves her and then he he's like oh you were almost a jill sandwich wait Almost get squished. I grabbed the broken shotgun and just put it in there. Actually, I don't think Jill needs to put the broken shotgun in. I think she can just uh, take what? take it, and then Barry will save her. What? Oh my god! I I did that whole thing and didn't even need to. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure of that, but I know the Jill sandwich cutscene is when he's saving her from the squished room. Man, I missed the cutscene. I mean, yeah, you're just too good. I guess. Yeah, I, I I went all the way around to. I don't even remember where I found it, but I found it somewhere. <laughs> Barry. That was a close one. A second late, you would have fit nicely into a sandwich. Really, thanks. I I, I did really enjoy like just the atmosphere of the game and what they updated with, with the remaster or to the remake. Yeah, it's great. It's um, it's very faithful to the original game, actually, like in terms of the layout mm-hmm. and things like that. And can you believe that this game is so old? Like, it still looks really good. It does. I, I think the pre-rendered uh, backgrounds and everything look. Uh, it's as many people have said, like it's basically like the the peak of pre-rendered backgrounds. And yeah, definitely. You no, know, it's like kind of like a swan song for that first era of survival horror. Um, and I, yeah, def- definitely shows that it, th- th- there is definitely something worth playing here, despite everything I've complained about or anything like that. It's, <laughs> it's still like, um, interesting. You just have to push through the parts that are a little bit more irritating. And, uh, you know, if all else fails, you know, pick a, if, you know, look at a, a walkthrough or something like that. 
yeah, the walkthroughs, and there's a ton of speedruns for this game that I mm. always enjoy watching. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think you could even have a good time just watching through this, uh, watching through someone else play it and, and getting that experience there. But, like, despite what, like, what has changed with the series, um, what, in the, what do you think in, like, this original game is, like, central or, like, is, is still in the DNA of, like, Resident Evil now? Hmm. That's a hard question. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe, like, inventory slots? Was that even an eight? Yeah. I mean, like, inventory systems have... Inventory has almost always been important other than in, I don't think in five, it really mattered at all and maybe six, but like inventory, I think definitely has been a part of it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's changed so much. Like the camera angles changed, the like combat has changed. Um, Actually, maybe still just like the very mediocre, like storylines. Those are still the same. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But definitely the camp has always been there. And I think, uh, a lot of people always talk about like this shift over most Resident Evil games, where it starts off with you being powerless, and at the end you're, you know, firing rockets at a helicopter or something, punching um, boulders, punching boulders. Like you're doing something crazy at the end of the game, and there's always sort of like this, um, this creep of of like abilities or whatever that occurs over the game. You know, you get more and more powerful weapons, and it has sort of this commitment to being more and more outrageous as it continues um, yeah, both true. in like story and in in terms of combat or, or in terms of like your your gameplay um and i think like in some ways i think they've been going back to this i mean even in four it was in it to a little bit but i think that like the exploration that we see in like the original is still in most of the resident evil games and the ones that didn't have it at all for the most part were hated so <laughs> um i think that like that sense of exploration has also kind of been part of it and it's not no uh, no one not, not even the um resident evil 8 or resident evil 7 have are nearly as open as the original is which is um something that is a little disappointing in some ways because I, I i do finally see what people are talking about in terms of like oh it's not quite the same but i would say definitely if like anyone's interested in a more modern version of this you, really the best example for me if you're at least if you're talking about resident evil is resident evil 7 it it basically is like everything in the original game distilled into like a modern form i don't know if you know have any other ideas though of like what, what would be a good um comparison or something like staying within the resident evil title or like outside outside or inside yeah yeah, Tormented Souls, as I've mentioned before, is is very good at this like super uh like open world, but not it's not all accessible. Like for example, like you know, in this Resident Evil, all the doors are always there from the beginning. Yeah. Like yeah. everything you can see is always there. Tormented Souls is like that where you're just like you solve a puzzle, you get the key, you go to the next room, you solve that puzzle, and then you can open another door that you saw somewhere else. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, so I I would definitely recommend Tormented Souls for anyone who likes uh, Resident Evil 1, for sure. Um, You know, and even kind of Resident Evil 8, like, it's not my favorite Resident Evil by far, but at least you kind of have that, like, hub. Like, you're kind of returning to the same areas, and then you can kind of, like, get the 
treasure or whatever. Yeah, I think that hub design is in there too in Resident Evil 8. For me, with Resident Evil 7, I think it was much more focused on that really slow... I guess for me, Resident Evil 7 in some ways gets a little bit closer to what Resident Evil 1 was doing in terms of like, it's all, it's very slow paced in a way, in the same way that the original is. Um, And it's, you know, you're not moving across, for instance, in Resident Evil 8, you're moving across like this massive mansion across like uh, different levels. You're jumping on rooftops at some points and it gets more action-y. But like with Resident Evil 7, you know, it might take, 20 minutes to essentially get from one side of this small house to the other, you know, avoiding uh, the bakers or something like that. Um, and, and for most of the game, it's kind of like these kind of small areas and uh, a lot of backtracking and, and getting the uh, tracking down the right item. It's, it's just more streamlined than this original one where it's like there aren't as many steps, for instance, to unlock mm-hmm. the next door or something like that. Yeah, I think also, too, another Resident Evil I feel gets often overlooked is uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica. Um, so that one is really good, like, in the sense that Resident Evil 1 is really good. Like, it, you're um, re-exploring kind of, like, the same area, and you actually get to re-explore the same area as different characters, and, like, things change between the areas. Like, it's just, um, it is definitely, like, my probably favorite or comparable with RE1 for me, Code Veronica. It's got Chris in it and Claire and I yeah, I don't know. It's it's really good and people seem to forget that it exists. Um so I mean th- those are two g- good examples to sort of look at if you're interested in um and and by the way I think I th- I I think that's that's the game that I would really like to see a remake of uh Resident Evil Code Veronica. I mean, I, I do own a PS2 version. I think it's available on PS4, but um, and some other platforms. But I, I think that could really do with with the, with a full um, remake of some type. Um, all I'm waiting for is a remake of that game. That's like all I want so badly. It's like only really uh, like really big fans of the series have actually played it. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, it's uh, so good. Isn't it very difficult? <laughs> Yeah, uh, Code Veronica is, is super hard. I mean, eh, it's it's probably just as hard as normal in uh, Resident Evil 1. Mm-hmm. So- I, I do think that you can't pick the alternate controls on this one, though. I think it has to be tank controls. Ugh. So, another reason why I'd like to see some sort of remake of it. <laughs> um, but I, Yeah, I yeah. sort of remember um, dodging zombies being pretty hard in that game. Mm. Yeah, I feel like um it, unfortunately like like that's not going to be the one that they remake again. Um but I, I even though there already has been one of of one, I wouldn't be surprised in the, if in the next year a uh, couple years we maybe hear something about a remake of Resident Evil 1. I mean, they've been going Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3. That's so funny. I was literally just thinking how sick it would be if they did uh like a like a faithful remake. I'm not talking like RE3 remake. I'm talking mm-hmm. like RE2 remake. Yeah. What what would you like to see in like that like sort of remake? Um what would you so... yes, like what would what would stay the same and what would be different? Did you ever play Resident Evil 5? Yes. Yeah, so they did you ever play like the DLC with Jill? No. Oh, no. I didn't play the DLC with Jill. I don't think so. 
Okay, so like there's this uh, DLC you can play. It takes, like you know how Jill fell out the window. It's like essentially that scenario. Yeah. Um, but you get to play like them exploring that mansion. Um. Oh yeah, it because just you shows like kind run of, into. Oh yeah. yes, no, I remember. Yes. Yeah, so you can kind of see like what a creepy mansion would look like from a behind the shoulder camera. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, third person, please. <laughs> I would really like a third person. <laughs> And it, it, if they kept, like, you know, the puzzles, um, the exploration, like, kind of, I'm not, like, such a big fan of the combat, even though RE4 is one of my favorite games. Yeah. I don't want to see that in a remake for this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think we've also heard things about Resident Evil 4. Um, I mean, especially with the recent VR release, I wouldn't be surprised if that gets remade first before any sort of Resident Evil 1 remake. but. I feel like there's a lot of rumors about that already. Yeah. I'm actually pretty stoked about that. I'm pretty sure that, uh, that one would be really great to see. And that would probably be coming first before any sort of Resident Evil 1 remake. But yeah, I, I think if they could do the same sort of thing that they did with the Resident Evil 2 remake, that would be that would be great. <laughs> and like just Yeah, I'd be so happy about that. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe, I, I don't know, did, did the Resident Evil 2 remake use the um use item boxes or what things did it take out of the original uh it kept it kept the item boxes um what did it take out of the original i I don't know it was pretty close other than that so like in the original re2 Mm -hmm. uh scenario a and scenario b like shared items oh okay oh and i also i do know this they they one choice i do not like that they they did change with the remake is that they made Mr. X show up regardless of whether it's your first playthrough or not. Um, which to me, I, I think about it. And I'm like, well, I, I mean, at least I've gone through it once before and they were the original, but I think especially for a new player, I, I don't really think it's the best idea to have you um, being pushed through th- this scenario. That's might be, you know, you might not know where anything even is. Um, with this other pressure there along with the already uh somewhat challenging like you know progression of, of the game itself so i i was a little bit kind of like mm, I, I don't know if it really needed that for the first playthrough i think a, a similar way they did it with um with the original would have made a little bit more sense but i don't know yeah i it's a, it's weird like i agree but i don't i also disagree because i think Resident Evil 2 remake might have been too easy if, mm-hmm. if he wasn't chasing you. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Um, but then also, I do agree that like to have that completely separate route where he is chasing you to make it like super different because in the remake it, they weren't like that different. Yeah, there was some differences, but otherwise it was sort of like you're just playing the exact same game. Yeah, but the puzzles change slightly. Um, yeah. Yeah. In the original, it felt much more different because you did have that worry. Yeah, I still have to actually play the remake. I, I would lo- really like to try that out. Um, you haven't played it? No, I've only played uh, the original. Um, but I'm interested to try it out again. Um, I, I, the, the one thing I'd really like to see with... Now, my, my question for the remake. Um, do you... Are key items... Do they take up space in your inventory? Yes. Biggest mistake. <laughs> but 
I don't know. They're much more forgiving oh, okay. in the Resident Evil 2 remake because you can get like these pouches that expand your inventory. Oh, and they're, okay. Like by the end, you have like plenty of space. Okay, instantly better. Never mind. I'm fine. <laughs> You're good. I'm good now. I'm I'm good with with, with, with jumping into that because that's like the one thing that for me I don't like. I, I I think like I much prefer the inventory systems that you see in seven and eight and um in four. Where like they have like I I really like that that mini game of trying to make everything fit into your suitcase. Oh, dude, I love that. And to me, like that 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 that's uh that's the peak of inventory management, where it actually makes inventory management fun. Oh, I was just gonna say, like in the RE2 remake, you can like use items while picking it up. Like you could use it right away, or you can combine it right away too. Oh. You don't have to worry about like not being able to heal. Okay, like both that. of those are are great fixes for the original. I I would really like to see those show up. In, in some sort of um, Resident Evil 1 uh, remake. Uh, remake of the remake. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I think there's just a bunch of like little quality of life improvements along with maybe... Honestly, I, I, I would say the fixed camera angles are fine to an extent because it's not so combat-focused that it really matters that much, but I definitely would appreciate um, the... Uh, a third person camera at least being as an option because um, like some sections are just especially for those flying enemies i mean those are terrible <laughs> i hate the flying enemies you're so funny uh, i yeah i have to go like against what i normally say that i love fixed camera angles if there was a remake of re1 i would want over the shoulder oh. perspective for that because like we already have the the first remake if they're making another remake they should make it a little bit different yeah, yeah, you, you know what? That's true. Yeah, I don't think there's really much of a point because it's like this is kind of the best version of uh, other than those little tiny tweaks they could make with the inventory and a couple other things. Like the, it's kind of like the best version of that kind of survival horror that you could do. <laughs> I don't really yeah. know, like, <laughs> like if there's really much to do with it other than that, other than just kind of changing what you you know with the third person over the shoulder. Um, which I think would be really interesting to um, play through. And I think it would help a lot more people actually play the original because I think it's one that's kind of, you know, it's very available, but I don't think it, a lot of people actually play it um, anymore. Yeah, I think it's more like the nostalgic people playing it. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's like a lot of new players uh, coming to that. So I think it's time to move on to the um, the spooky meter. <laughs> so we're going to be rating this out of I, 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 two selections. Oh, actually, even better. I just thought of one that's better than the ones I, I had already thought of. Um, okay, let's hear it. How many uh, Jill sandwiches out of 10 <laughs> uh, would you rate this in terms of how spooky the game is? Amazing. Um, I don't know. I, I don't find this like a scary game but mm -hmm. like maybe like 
three or four Jill sandwiches? Because, I mean, it's still, like, spooky the first time you're playing mm-hmm. it and you don't know, like, the zombies are where, and, like, where's a crimson zombie, things like that. I'm going to go three or four. Hmm. 3.5 I, I actually, Jill's yeah, I mean, I guess I would agree. Maybe, maybe, like, yeah, okay. Probably, like, I would say again, yeah, like a four, four Jill sandwiches out of ten. Um, it, it, it's kind of... I don't know. It's much. It's scarier than I expected it to be. From like, I think definitely what they did to the uh, with the remake in terms of graphically updating everything and updating the sound and everything like that. I think it really actually makes it quite a tense experience. But mm-hmm. uh, and the, the, it did. I think it did get me a couple times with some jump scares with peeking around a corner what? and a, a fig. Not the not the cutscenes, but like the. <laughs> <laughs> but the cutscenes are very cheesy. They're not scary. Um, so bad. The but there are a number of scenes where like you'll be like walking down a hallway, or instances where you'll be walking down a hallway, and um, you can't see what's around the corner, and then there's a zombie right there, and then the, 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 that gets me sometimes. Um, but eventually, you know, the zombies kind of turn into more of an irritation. But there are, I think, there's some excellent lighting in this game that just and sound design so good yeah that like makes you think that something's coming or moving or that really uh keeps it keeps it kind of scary it, and um i did have i have seen lisa this mutated person um and she's she's pretty scary uh <laughs> kind of looks like a leather face yeah I, I remember the first time i played uh, that game i was actually like pretty freaked out by lisa yeah like, especially that part where you um, have to, like, you're walking around in the house and you know she's there. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, that, the first time I played it, that, that was actually, that got. Yeah, it's some, it's some scary parts, but it's, it's nothing like if, for instance, you might have had difficulty with, like, Seven getting through it. Nothing like that. It's, it's more like, um, it's closer to the, a little bit scarier than, than our first game that we talked about with, which was, um. Until um, what what was it called? <laughs> uh, 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 little not little hope. House of Ashes. House of Ashes. I would say it's it's around like that level, maybe a little bit scarier than that. Um, mostly because it's it's a subtle scare. Yeah, I I think it's it's a subtle scare. So if you, if you're more into that and it, 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 you know, it's also very quiet, which I wasn't uh quite expecting. It's uh especially for a horror game, and even in its loud moments. It feels kind of quiet, um, and the whole thing is kind of. I kind of love that yeah. though, that you can like the the noise is like that really nice footstep noise on the marble. Oh yes, oh, love that. Yeah, I think the sound design here works really well, and and I think it has like just a really unique, um, sound. I'm gonna call it a sound palette. <laughs> it just. Oh, uh, I like yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It just. That's good. It it just um it immediately sticks out and i think like it's very memorable in terms of when they decide to use like loud sounds or or um noises or different things like that i i, I don't know I, th- I think it just all works together to make this like really unique soundscape uh which sound palette yeah sound palette <laughs> which uh i i really enjoyed and i i'm still uh getting through but we'll see if I I'll, I'll definitely let let you guys know on the next uh, next time. Well, probably next time me and uh, Jasmine talk because I I don't think Tom's gonna care whether I beat Resident Evil One or not. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. 
Hey, Tom. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but uh, I will let you guys know if I uh, make it all the way through. Um, I, I think I might. I, I've been uh, going through, and again, it keeps keeps pulling me back in. So I, I imagine Good. I probably will will get through it. Um, but uh, over this break, what have you been playing or watching? Um. Yeah, I just I well played Resident Evil, and then I I actually really enjoyed that, so I was gonna uh, speed run it or try speed running it. Uh, that'd be really fun. Um, must have done. Oh yeah, I was watching Witcher. Oh okay. Yeah, I've watched a little bit of that. Yeah, I'm I'm quite a Witcher fan. I mean, game wise, mm-hmm. I do want to read the books. Um, so yeah, I was considering playing three again. Watched all of season two. That that was fun. How about you? I well because I uh, over over break when I went home to my family, I. Unfortunately, contracted COVID, so I had to stay COVID. there for an extra week. So I just was sort of playing games most of the time, and I, I watched a couple movies, um, a couple horror-related things. I saw um, this really cheesy '80s movie about teenagers that have a party in a mall <laughs> and get stuck in there and there are killer robots who are patrolling the mall to keep out oh, intruders. Oh, what is this called? It's called Chopping Mall. I think it actually is Canadian. Oh my god, Max, Chopping Mall? Yep, yeah. <laughs> I think it's Canadian. I, I I swear it is. I mean, that might be wrong, but I, I think it might be Canadian. It has to be Canadian with that name. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, I watched that. Um, let's see, what else did I watch? Uh, I watched another Canadian movie. I don't remember. This was before a break uh, called uh, Black Christmas, which. Um, oh, yeah, that's a pretty gruesome movie. Yeah, that movie is actually fantastic. If you, if you if you like slashers, I think it's a really interesting one. Um, it's it's uh, all about. It feels very from the period, very, very 70s in terms of like what the ideas are being <laughs> said dur- during it and it, it, it's a really really great horror movie that kind of subverts a lot of um slasher tropes even though it kind of invented the slasher in some ways um <laughs> so it, it's a really interesting movie really holds up definitely would recommend that um and then i also saw a movie i saw mandy um mm. which is a nick cage revenge thr- thriller where a cult wow. kills his husband his husband his um it kills his wife because <laughs> uh, well it could be his husband i i i, I it could be I, i'm not putting it down there i i, I think he sh- he's in so many uh revenge movies that i'm, I'm sure eventually there's gonna be one where it's his husband um <laughs> uh but uh he has to well he doesn't have to do anything but he he, he uh essentially gets revenge for this cult that kills his wife and there's all sorts of weird stuff that happens and a biker gang that looks like they're out of um hellraiser um very strange but very entertaining movie lots of pretty colors and um some great like visual cinematography so that one was also kind of interesting played a ton of games i played um okami which i wouldn't recommend nice. uh but <laughs> oh you didn't like it no 
Oh, I I mean I haven't played it myself, but when I worked at EB Games, it was very popular. Mm. Oh, you worked at EB Games? I did. Oh, well, wow, learning new things every day. Yeah, we don't have EB Games here <laughs> anymore. Well, I think. Oh, you, you guys have GameStop, yeah. or it's gone. I think you guys don't have EB Games anymore either. It didn't didn't. We have, uh, we have EB Games. It's just it's kind of like more of a merch shop now. Mm. Do you guys have GameStop too? No, we. Like EB Games is the Canadian GameStop. Oh, so they—I wasn't sure if they, because I—I know they like changed. The, I read something that they were changing their name or something. Oh. Hmm. Anyways, the, yeah, that was yeah. A, that was a while ago. Like that was, um, I'm dating myself here, but I think that was probably like 2012. Mm, wow, that that definitely yeah, was back, a while ago. Back when it was all about console, like PS. Three and Xbox. Oh uh, yes, yeah. Okami is one of those games that, um, unlike Resident Evil One, that has you know so much kind of like hype and love around it. I would not recommend going back to play Zelda instead if you want to play something <laughs> like that. Um, it's very pretty, but uh, is extremely bloated. But anyways, um, uh, I played that. I played. A great little puzzle game called I Am Dead, which is by Annapurna. Um, I played Gardens Between, which is another great puzzle game where you, you that's all based around like uh, shifting time back and forth uh, to sort of move a lantern around. It's hard to explain. Uh, I played In Other Waters, which is kind of like a mini map based visual novel where you're exploring this alien ocean uh, which is pretty cool uh, and they're actually releasing another game uh, this year I think um, I played Horizon Zero or Horizon Chase Turbo and I'm still kind of playing it it's like a uh, like an uh, like a throwback arcade racing game um, oh. oh yeah I know which one you're yeah, talking about that one's actually really fun It's it's if you like Outrun you'd like that uh, let's see if there's anything else. I think nothing. Uh, oh, I played. Been catching up on a game that came out this year, where there is no game wrong dimension, which is sort of like a meta game where you're um, trying to play a game when the the narrator or the or the game itself is like trying to prevent you from playing it, and you're doing all these puzzles and stuff too. It, it's pretty fun if you like it, like stuff like wow. that. Wow. Um, I mean, that sounds interesting for sure. Like, if someone told me about that game, I'd probably be like, oh, that's a Max game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's definitely, I, I, I like meta games. They're, they're always kind of charming or, or fun or interesting. Um, and I'm trying to think of this. I'm, I'm sure there's something I'm blanking on, but those are the ones that I really remember playing. <laughs> Well, that's like a pretty jam-packed uh, little break there. Yeah, I, I, I was, I was not gonna waste that time, so I was like, I'll just play as many of these as I can. Damn! Like, what have I been doing the past few weeks? <laughs> I should have been living it up like you. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, and I played one game that I did not like, uh, called uh, Case of Distrust, which is an interesting kind of detective game, but. I I would not recommend that. It's kind of interesting, but um, yeah. <laughs> um, dang. But yeah, good and bad. I I, I played and watched quite a f- few things over our 
break. And if any listeners out there are interested in commenting on our, our Twitter or, or sending us a tweet or something or replying to our post, you can tell us what kind of um, what games you played over the holiday or horror movies or horror games. or It doesn't have to be horror. It could be anything you, you'd like. <laughs> um, and and just, yeah. just, just comment that below on, on those tweets. Um, otherwise, you can leave us a like or share our pod around or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. I believe they also have reviews on Spotify now. I wasn't aware of that until like... Oh, that month. must be new, yeah. Yeah, I was looking at it. I was like, oh, you can add stars here for your podcast. So if you want to raise them on Spotify, that would be great. I don't think you can leave reviews, but I didn't see that option. But you can at least leave us a star, which would be nice. Um, or uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts where you can actually like write out a little thing. Um, yeah, and if you have any suggestions or questions, you can just tweet at us at... Um, Digi Night Pod, and you can also check us out on the Game Crater. We, uh, I don't know if I haven't done anything recently, but I'll, I'll probably be doing a review or two this uh, month or next month. And I assume Jasmine is probably pretty busy with uh, uh, holidays, right? I, yeah, holidays for now, but also there just hasn't really been any new horror games lately yeah christmas i don't know they all came out uh halloween and then there's been no more yeah it's kind of been a dry spot i think it might be we'll have to might have to reach reach into uh the uh the back catalog here and play some old some more old games over these i don't mind yeah i mean that that's fine with me i I, i'd like to jump in and play some things that i've missed or replay some you know classic stuff that i have already um so we'll, we'll be jumping in and maybe coming with some more uh unusual picks to play through while we sit through this <laughs> sort of drought but there were a couple though that i saw i mean uh, uh martha is dead and then um oh yeah but that got um delayed again delayed didn't it? i thought it was like february oh, i don't know but i thought it was like february or yeah so like maybe we'll be playing that for february that'd be nice yeah i'd like to yeah something like that um yeah, and other than that, you can you can check us out on if we write anything there. Um, we also uh, every time I post the episode, there's a little article there, so you're welcome to check that out, which should have extra information like any games we mentioned or um, other information just about what we do and past episodes and anything like that. Um, and our next episode will hopefully be posted on January twenty eighth. Uh, again, with some of the stuff that's shifted around with Henry uh, leaving and um, the uncertain release of Ikai. Uh, so it might be a little bit late, um, might have to uh, cancel this episode, but hopefully everything will go smoothly and we can, uh, it'll be uh, me and Tom Wilson from the Game Creator uh, talking about Ikai on January. And that will be hilarious. Yes. Tom is really not good with horror tom hates horror games so i think that will be really funny to try to get him to play that because that from what my understanding of it is is like did you do a preview on that jasmine i did and it's actually quite spooky like i didn't really want to play it because i was like (laughs) (laughs) it's it's like uh you're being chased essentially while you're trying to like uh exercise your dad's shrine or something like that um, but you have to like actually draw scrolls and listen for the monster coming close. And if you don't 
stop or hide or run away in time like it's it got me for sure a few times like I, I actually didn't want to play that one. <laughs> so that's why when you said Tom was going to play it I was like what I I think if as if it if everything turns out nicely it would be excellent if uh Tom could play it with me and I I, I will enjoy seeing how far he can even make it in the game <laughs> before I I'm I'm doubtful that he'll get through the entire game cuz uh <laughs> It's not his type of thing at all. So th that'll be interesting to go through. Uh, hopefully that will be coming out uh, near the end of the month, though. Um, yeah, other than that, anything else to say, Jasmine? Anything you're looking forward to recently or want to talk about? Uh, hmm, looking forward to... No, not really. I'm kind of in, like, a game limbo right now. Hmm. How about you? I uh, it's a couple months away, but I'm I'm really looking forward to a non another non horror related title. Um, uh, Kirby, the Forgotten Land. Kirby. I'm I'm really looking forward to that one. That's that, that's, that's so funny. There's like Elden Ring coming out. Nope, nope. Kirby. Monster Hunter coming out. It's Kirby. <laughs> Kirby. I well okay horror related. <laughs> I um I'm also really interested in Scorn. Um, that's coming out later this year. Uh, oh, hopefully. <laughs> That's the one I'm probably most interested. Those two, it would be the ones that I'd say, I'd put my um, my my name down for. <laughs> well, so because I haven't mentioned Amori yet this episode, mm -hmm. well, Amori, there you go. Um, <laughs> I've been keeping my eye out on this one called She Dreams Elsewhere. Oh yeah, I did see um, that. Yeah. Yeah. So it it doesn't have a release date yet, but I that is the game I am just waiting. To come out essentially. Mm, yeah, I, I, I is that, that's like an adventure game, kind of, isn't it, or is it a? Uh... Well, from what I've seen of it, it's like this very stylistic. Um, it, it looks like turn-based um, RPG oh! maker sort of. Game. Now I remember what you're talking about. Yes, yeah, I, I remember the screen, seeing screenshots now. Um, yeah, that that one will definitely be interesting. Maybe, maybe another Omori. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if it's something. Fill this amori shaped hole in my heart, please. I I can't keep mentioning it every episode. Yeah. Um. I definitely. I. Speaking of amori, though, I think it would be interesting maybe to look at some RPG um maker uh, horror games at some point, just because there's. Oh, I yeah. That is so like many. My favorite. Uh, Ib is a really great one. Ooh. That's shorter than a Mori. Oh yeah, I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely game for that. So you guys can look forward to hopefully maybe some RPG Maker <laughs> horror games that we can talk about um to at some point in the future. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> All right. Well, everyone have a uh, a good first month of the year, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.